everyone, and welcome to the Pleasant People podcast. I'm here today with the magical Steve from House of Hackney. Um, hi, Steve. Hi, Molly. <laughs> How are you nice doing? to have you here. Nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me in your absolutely rubbish building. <laughs> no, it's a pleasure. It is. Uh, it's a nice place to be. Oh my so god, it's we're beautiful. Very fortunate. Absolutely beautiful. Um, thank you for having me. I'm just going to introduce myself a little bit briefly first. Yes. My name is Molly. I am a freelance interior designer with my own business and. Aside from that, I run the Pleasant People podcast, which is where we get to know the people behind the brand. Hence, I'm here today with Steve. Um, the main reason for me doing the podcast is that I just want to build like a bit of a community of creatives so people can get an insight into you know these amazing businesses like House of Hackney, get to know a little bit behind the scenes, get to meet the people, and build this kind of lovely, creative, chatty, cozy community. Sounds lovely. <laughs> and now you're part of it, so welcome. Um, before I get you to introduce yourself, I'm going to do the really wonderful, not at all embarrassing bit of singing the theme tune, and it doesn't even require a bit of guest participation. Have you heard me sing before? No, well, you might not I, want yeah. that. <laughs> but let's go. I don't even need a, I don't need to sing, okay. so the last word of the little jingle is day, and when you hear day, I would love a hey from you. I can do that. I'll anyway. give you a little okay. point, okay? <laughs> <clears throat> Come and join us on the Pleasant People Podcast. Listen now and we will brighten up your day. Hey! Yay! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See? We've got to introduce it with My a nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. The pressure. Um, so first of all, Steve, if you could just introduce yourself, and even, you know, on a House of Hackney basis, and just mm-hmm. a little bit about you as a human would be brill. Perfect. Um, well, I'm Steve. Um, I run the decorating consultation service here at House of Hackney. I've been here um, since the dawn of time. Since uh, <laughs> I've been here a long time, about eight years, and it's been an amazing journey. Um, the brand and um, the company, the business, everything has grown so much in that time. Me as a person, eight mm. years is a long time. Um, I'm from Ireland, I grew up in a um, smaller village there. Design background, used, used to be in fashion, wow. used to live in Hong Kong, moved to London maybe 15 years ago wow, wow. showing my age there yeah. <laughs> but um yeah and then discovered this wonderful house hackney family that i've been a part of ever since so glorious. it's been a lovely journey <laughs> oh glorious okay well first of all before we get into more about that i want to ask you my fun quick fire questions which okay the- <laughs> i'm terrified <laughs> steve was not aware of the quick no. fire questions before <laughs> didn't do my research <laughs> Um, so I love that you're not prepared though because the aim is for them to be kind of like snappy. Okay, right, well. So we're really putting you on the spot in many a way. <laughs> Favourite film? Anything that makes me cry. I'm a crier, like genuinely, but then again, I cry at an Andrex ad. So, like, <laughs> so like, any film? Any film that I'll makes cry me cry. Yeah, like I will literally go home and Google cry movies and watch. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but I think it's therapeutic. I think it you is, need a, a good, good cry, yeah, you absolutely. need to, you know, get it out. Absolutely. Mm, yeah. What about where we go and say, like, The Notebook? Oh, yeah. Marley yeah. and me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like Titanic, like anything. Oh. Lion, that one makes oh, me cry a lot. It's very that. good, yeah. Okay, yeah. anything that makes you cry, but yeah. not blonde, as we just said. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Didn't rate that. Didn't um, really okay, so normally this question is favourite desert island podcast, but this oh. we know yours is going to be pleasant people, so I don't need you to answer Obviously. that. Obviously. Oh, Obviously. wow. Uh, I got saved by the bell there. <laughs> <laughs> but instead we're going to change it to favourite desert island product. So oh. you can take one thing with you. Oh my God. Like... Like a product or like a food? See, or like this a... is a weird thing because it was in my head up for interpretation. Because so I, I can't live without eggs. Like, <laughs> eggs. like I just, I need eggs. Like, I don't yeah. know how anyone could live without eggs. If you're stranded on a desert island. Um, but beyond you... that, maybe fake tan. 
Fake turn eggs. <laughs> Although it's a desert island, so I don't need fake turn Yeah, of course, so, you just tan. Yeah, so you yeah. could take the eggs and you could yeah. cook them on like, a stone on the sand because it would be warm enough or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so you're going to exactly. take a crate of eggs. Yeah, Bro, I love that for you. Favourite cologne? Um, ooh, um, predictable, but Santal 33. Like, That's not predictable. I no? love that. Okay. No. Have okay. you got it on today? It. I do. I can smell it. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I go, mm, not keen. No, it's really beautiful. <laughs> Favourite candle? Favourite candle? Oh, um... Base, um, love a bit of yeah, base, yeah, like the like fig, um, yeah, from from Titik. Gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and okay, this is always a bigger question, Steve. Do you have like it's coming, <laughs> <laughs> like a mantra or an ethos or an epitaph? Like it could be like design related or in your own personal life um, that you like live your life by. It's a really deep question. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, it's and now I'm really wishing I thought through this. <laughs> Uh, no, that's no, no I, I do think I'm a bit of an optimist, certainly, so I would hope that I approach things with a, like, a positive perspective. I saw on your Instagram that it's maximalist optimist. Yeah, I love that. very well observed. Yeah, yeah. see, I've done so, the research. Yeah, both of those things. <laughs> yeah, 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 love that, love things. that for you. I think it's a brilliant way. I can tell when I sit next to you, you get this, like, I hate this word, but you get this, like, energy. You know, you're like a chirpy, <laughs> that's happy person. That's my nerves about what's coming next. <laughs> <laughs> what will the next question be? Um, okay, favourite restaurant you've ever eaten at? Oh... Again, like I'm, I'm a foodie. I love food. Absolutely Great. love food. Anywhere, I'm a bit of a carnivore, uh -huh. so yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. anywhere there's a good steak tartare, yeah. I'm down. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and favorite holiday destination or place you've ever been abroad? And I find this a really hard question because for me, I have favorite places, but they're only favorite places because of the time I had there. Absolutely, of course, and you know. Being on holiday somewhere is different from living somewhere. So yeah, um, I love London. I love living here. Mm. I've always what you know, always knew I wanted to live here. So definitely a Londoner through and through. Mm -hmm. well, well, you know now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love, but love, love. I'm a city person. So like New York, Paris, anywhere there's oh, really? a buzz and people, energy. I'm not like a desert island person. So don't mm. send me to the desert island. <laughs> 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 my creative eggs. <laughs> um, your favorite person. Oh, my favorite, my mum. Your mum. My mum. That's an easy one. Everyone's going to go for their mum. Yeah, that's, that's a really easy one. Uh, yeah, absolute force of nature in the best possible way. Really? Grew up in a very... Uh, in, in Ireland, there's a really lovely, like, matriarchal kind of society of really empowerment of women and all that so Fab. um and we have that here in house of hackney as well with our director frida and everything so I we're love that. yeah strong women see my yeah. family are scottish so they've got the sort of celtic, celtic warrior and it's the same thing like the women in my family are like beastie women in a brilliant in way a great like way, my yeah. nan is like 70 odd she's a little scottish lady with like a bob and everyone's like she's so sweet i'm like do not be fooled. <laughs> do not be fooled. She, is not, be <laughs> she is not sweet she is wonderful love your nan what's her name but Doreen. Hi, Doreen. I like the sound of Doreen. <laughs> She's yeah. brilliant. She's fine. You have to get her on. I should do a podcast yeah. with her. That's yeah. such a good point. Yeah. She's opinionated <laughs> as, so we would have a lot to talk about. Um, outfit you'd want to be buried in? Oh. Um, oh. I'm not going to oh, murder wow. you or send you to a desert island. Um, I love a nice printed silk shirt. Uh huh. Particularly so, House a of Hackney Brands. Silk as well. shirt. <laughs> But and then maybe like a nice you know Dior blazer to go with it you know just balance 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 God balance out. Um, okay, um, if you had a last supper, so as it stands at the minute, mm. I'm sending you to a desert island and I'm going to murder you. Okay, but it's going well. Yeah. We've just met. <laughs> it's very personal. Already. We're getting yeah. right into the grit of things. Um, if you could have like a start a main dessert and okay. drink, I'm. You're going to go with a steak, maybe. For I'm going to go with a steak. Uh -huh. you, you know me so well. I know, see. I'm going to go, man of simple taste, steak, vodka martini. 
Done. Done. Easy. Dessert? Um, ooh. Something indulgent. I mean, it's my last one. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to count the calories. No, you do so not care about it's that. It's going to be like sticky toffee pudding or something, or, you know. Yeah. yeah. simple. That. Like, you know, like, yeah, like nice, basic, indulgent, good, simple food. Good food. Good, proper yeah, food. Exactly. Dodgy food. Yeah. And in House of Hackney, mm. what, I mean, obviously you can go off here, St. Mar- St. Michael's, sorry, beautiful. What's your favourite room or favourite collection? Do you have one? Um, I get, like, all, House of Hackney is very much rooted in nature. Um, mm. So, luckily, I, I love florals. That's lucky. So that is really worked lucky. out well. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, anything uh, anything that's serene and green and mm. um, I'm, I'm probably more of a, like a tonal type person mm-hmm. in terms of colour schemes. So things that are kind of tonal within a scheme. So we've got a wonderful print Plantasia, mm. which is to your right right now. So Beautiful. sorry, it's not on the camera. No, I'll, sorry, get, I'll put it uh, in. I'll put perfect, it in and they can perfect. see it. Yeah, but gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, so do you prefer the slightly more kind of like muted green? I would say the more romantic type yes, of things. Yeah, sure. but yeah. Good word. A bit of a romantic at heart. <laughs> Um, okay, and last one. Favorite. See, they're not that scary. I promise. Um, favorite song of all time. Oh, or wow. if you can't give me that because that is a giant question, the one song that will like get you up. Um, well, I ran the marathon the day before yesterday, and everyone is going to slate me for this, especially like my people here at House of Hackney. <laughs> I ran four and a half hours listening to ABBA. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I woke up that morning and I had made like a really like cool playlist, right? Of like music that you kind of want to be seen to be running to. Yeah, yeah. But and in, in the reality... end, I got there and it, it, there was so much energy, so much love, and I just listened to I four hours ABBA. of ABBA. <laughs> And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna own it. I'm just, and I it got, it was great. I love the fact that that is so a me thing to do. Like even on the train journey up here, I always have like a lot of cool playlists of like just like a bit of like electronic and soul yeah. and cool stuff. And then even on the train up here, I was like, I went for Little Mix, Demi Lovato, Taylor Swift. So I was like, I was embarrassed, but I had a fun time. But hey, look. I mean, whatever, whatever puts you in the right mood gets you in the right zone. Yeah. But soul, yeah. soul is always good. I'm, mm. I'm the type of person that will sit in my house on a Sunday and listen to, yeah, listen to like, I, like I have the musical taste of kind of a middle-aged woman. Oh yeah, like, like a bit of Al Green, a oh. bit of like all that on a Sunday morning. Love a bit Love of Al Green. Love it. I think it's grown up. Obviously, I was really close to my family, and they're all like, well, my mum's fifty odd, and um. I've grown up with their music, so when people ask me yeah. about my music, I say, like, go back to the 80s. No. Oh no, my parents are much cooler in terms of their musical oh, taste. They'd be embarrassed by my music. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we've kind of, so that's our quick five questions done. You don't have to stress anymore. Okay, you know, okay. crisis over, nothing <laughs> dramatic. Um, so now we'll get into the real stuff. So yes. I'm curious to know, were you always a creative kid? Have you been mm. like into the arty thing since you were a bab? How did it grow? How did it evolve? I think I was always a creative, yes. Um, I think when you're not naturally inclined in a sporty way... Oh my God, way, the yeah. other The natural inclination is to lean into things that are more creative, maybe. Sure. And um, luckily I had a supportive family that would have encouraged that side mm. of it. So yeah, I grew up um, hiding in the art room rather than... Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> well, we spoke, but, um, we spoke about, I spoke about this with the last people who were on Divine Savages and I was curious to know, because some people I actually spoke about Alexander McQueen because he was sort of like quite repressed mm. and then he sort of had this sort of like Flourished. explosion yeah, exactly because yeah. it was sort of like you know the whole pressure makes diamonds argument that it was sort of like he was all like kept it's a it lovely all way in. of putting us yeah 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 he kept it all in and then it was literally just like you know exploded sort of thing whereas i again again i said this last time but comparing myself to alexander mcqueen not really um but 
you I was as a kid really arty and my parents and family really nourished it mm. and you know encouraged it and like went in that direction and I think it's a shame for people who don't have that you know absolutely and it sounds like your family did they yeah were good um, yeah yeah luckily so so yeah always always definitely um was creative and artistic and t- channeled it towards fashion and now mm. interiors which are quite transferable because you're playing with colour, print, pattern, scale, proportion, kind of all the same things. You're just applying them to a room instead of a body, really. So career-wise, um, where, where, how did you start and where did you go before you, you know, um, started, before you came to House of Hackney? studied uh, product design and fine art at uni and wow. then did fashion cool. and then did a master's in fashion in London, wow. and um, which was great, a great experience. Moved to Hong Kong and That's cool. had my own menswear collection there, which was a fantastic experience straight in at the deep end. You get to see every side and aspect of the industry, That's both amazing. good and bad. Um, yeah, and a great learning curve and also helps you channel you know the, what you do want to do and what I realised being there was how much I appreciated London and the creativity that, that kind of thrives here in London mm. so came home and um, met the wonderful founders of House of Hackney and yeah ended up here luckily so when did you move here from because you went from um, Ireland first I think I yeah so from Ireland to, to London to Hong Kong and I came back here in 2012 wow so, Do you like living go. in London? Who wouldn't? Well, I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> I not everyone but yeah, no, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being, um, it sounds a little bit sappy, but I do wake up every day, like, realising how much I love living here. Yeah. Really? Yeah, That's, do, so That's so yeah. good. That's so good. And particularly because, you know, I don't know whereabouts in Ireland you came from and stuff, but yeah, London, I think, is obviously so niche, like, it's a change for me I do think it's, it's a required taste like yeah. as I said to you earlier I worked here for a bit and even when I come up to London now I, I, I get the best bits of London do you miss it? no no okay brutally no I love it because when I come up to London I come up for a beautiful purpose I come up yeah. for something like this okay or I come up to go to a gallery yeah. or an exhibition or to see my friends or whatever so you get the best bits I get the best bits and I'm only lovely. 30 miles out of London so yeah. I'm getting really quickly really easily on a train I say easily I moaned about it when the trains work yeah (laughs) but you know I think as well sometimes if you live I mean you seem like you really embrace the living in London thing because I think a lot of the time people live in London and they don't even actually you know go out and see much of London I think that's a really good point Mm -hmm. and you you kind of you have to make the most of it totally. or else it's not worth it. Yeah. So it's hard work, but if you put the work in, it's then really you'll get rewarding. yeah, good payback. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. best mate Rory, he lived he's lived in London for years and he yeah, every day he's out doing something, exploring something yeah. at galleries, you know, with people. And there's and a lot to do. There's, yeah, you, you're never gonna get bored. <laughs> exactly. Whereas again, I think if I lived in London I'd find like a quiet bit and hide in my house. So then, you know, then there's not really there's no point for me. But Well, yeah, and if you're a you know, quite close, you can come in and, and then, get as the I say, best bits. I get so, to learn the yeah. best bits of it. Yeah. So I get to come in, exhibition, do lovely things. You know, it's brilliant. Um, you've been at House of Hackney since the dawn of time. Yeah, yeah, in, in a great way. I, and I, I, you know, I say that, um, not, you know, with, I say that with love because it's, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been a long time, but it's been in so many different capacities and locations. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, I've got to the role see seems it. quite all-encompassing and quite yeah. varied as well. I mean, we were just, it was just a handful of people at the beginning and now we're mm. kind of, we're still a very much like a family. There's, it's still a small team, but now we're kind of a global brand and it yeah, feels mad. that growth has been really special to be part of. And you've very much grown with it. So yeah, when, how long ago did it start and how did House of Hackney actually begin? Um, good question. So it started 11 years ago mm-hmm. um, around the kitchen table in London Fields in Hackney, wow. hence House of Hackney, oh, literally the House that. of Hackney. 
And um, yeah, then um, it was in a kind of Victorian townhouse, which is where um, Frida and Javi, the co-founders, started it. So you can see that aesthetic still mm. coming through the kind of um, Gothic Victorian. Um, totally traditional. Yeah. yeah, and it's you know, that's still at the at the root of the brand, and you can see that here in in St Michael's. Mm. And then that was kind of where it started. Opened the first showroom maybe about um, nine ten years ago, mm-hmm. um, and then we we kind of launched New York and. We've got pop-ups in LA at the moment and we've just launched this space about four months ago it's here in, in Shoreditch amazing. which is it's lucky because it's still close to the roots of the brand because yeah. you know we, we still wanted to stay in East London and stay close to close to the roots yeah I must say I have done my research and I did <laughs> I'm like you <laughs> with your sudden questions um, and I did read obviously that you guys were very hot on the fact that you know it was very much born and bred in sort mm. of Hackney and you want to keep it you know here and not only that on like a UK based you do a lot of stuff production in the UK and yes, things. Absolutely. I think um when when Frida was kind of researching production, um, very much wanted to um respect the origins of kind of British craft and craftsmanship. Mm, wow. Um William Morris was a huge influence mm-hmm. and his kind of ethos um has kind of uh trickled through even now in the brand creativity with a purpose you know mm. um and with a conscience and very much british production british manufacturing um has yeah luckily luckily we you know we found the right people to work with that have gone with us yeah and we're still working with, oh my with God. the same people we've had a little bit of a <laughs> excuse me kids got, uh, technical attacked by technology <laughs> technical difficulty um, I think I think there might be a ghost joining yeah. us well we're in church you know maybe um, we were doing um, an Insta Q&A live um, in our other showroom before and a huge screen fell over and no like way. smashed um, some <gasps> ceramic lamps and everything no. in the middle so I think I think we, we're, we're being visited by spirits every time we do something like It could be worse, then. Just smash loads of lights in that moment. I try to remain calm, and like my colleagues were on the other side of the camera being like, there's literally broken things Glass everywhere. everywhere. No one moved because they smashed ceramic yeah. everywhere. And I was okay. like, literally like, kind of trying to be calm, being like, no, like, everyone's dead. I'm the light is flickering now, guys. It's me. I'm cursed. Ah. Oh, Try to keep it professional. Sorry about that. And why are you sorry? It's my kit that messed up. Anyway, oh, yeah, I just sort of totally just like oh. interrupted your thought pattern then as well. So no, that was fun. That was <clears> so <throat> fun. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was born in you know as you say around the dining table and happy. Yeah. And yeah, you seem to obviously because I'm very aware that this is a video mate. Like for me, I, this all goes on Instagram. It's a series and splurdler, but um, it's also a podcast. So people probably when we're talking about all this stuff don't really know actually aesthetically what we're talking about so if you I mean again it's a very broad thing but Mm -hmm. say I was blind literally because you're (laughs) listening to this um how would you sort of describe the whole theme aesthetic look vibe of House of Hackney um we so as a brand we have quite a strong aesthetic it's it's rooted in print yeah so everything we do very much um is is pattern print and color but there is a scale within that you know it's not that everything we do is completely um, maximalist um, to use that term it no, gets banded around a lot it but, does. but um, you know there, there is a scale but definitely 
print is the origin. It's it's usually print that's rooted in nature. Yes. Um, so very Mother Nature has always been our muse. Mm. Um, we look to the past. We look to, as I said, influences like William Morris. Mm. Um, but if you were to describe the aesthetic, it would be something that's comfortable. There's a familiarity there, but there's also a subversiveness. It's kind of making it modern and relevant for for kind of the, the modern audience. Yeah, for me, I think there's so many, I mean, as we know, we, I have a problem here in the fact that I'm just obsessed with House of Hackney. I'm so biased, I always have been, just like absolutely love everything about it. So for me, it's the fact that I've been asked like in previous like little chats and stuff, like where do you get your inspiration from? Mm. And I've always gone, you know, if you look to nature, because if it's good enough for Mother Nature, it's good enough for me. Absolutely. And she's, you know, as a, well, she, we're going to call her a woman, Mother Nature, she's a person. She can put colours together that I've never thought of. So, you know, yeah. if someone came to me and said, like, you know, I've seen, I literally have photos on my phone of, like, flowers where they're, like... Yeah, that wouldn't work. Exactly. It couldn't work. It's like then, a bright yeah. mustard with, like, a weird, rich aubergine and then almost, like, all the an rules. electric blue. Mm. And you think, I'm actually looking at the paper over there and it's kind of similar colours. And you think that wouldn't go but it, yeah, again it does, it does. if you look it to does. nature and I have read again about you seeing breaking all the rules in your you know website and things about ripping up the interiors rule book which Absolutely. I love the rebellion of it it's, it's brilliant yeah so many people when we have um, a consultation will ask you know what are the rules but there are none you know it's whatever makes you happy we, we, we kind of we start with mood yeah so we always ask like how you want to feel mm. you know like it's, it's not how you want how you think the room should look it's how you want to feel when you're in the room and Absolutely. if you start from there you're always going to end up being happy with it because if if it ends up being the room that you and it feels how you want it to feel then you know that's that's got longevity and that's the right that's the right way to go totally i mean and when say you know you have clients come off the street and they come in here and you you know advise them on stuff i i wonder i'll ask you um if you do get the odd people that they're sort of they love the look of house of Pacquiao, mm. they love the as you say maximalist thing of it but they get almost a bit sort of they go i've had it i'm, I'm speaking from experience i've had it so many times that people go i love that wallpaper but i never have it in my house yes and then yeah. i go yeah but why and then when they do push themselves and yeah. they actually go for it then they love it and I think you spoke before about like your sliding scale of yeah exactly and I think that's kind of I guess part of our role helping people bridge that imagination gap is someone will come because they know they like the aesthetic yeah. but they might not necessarily know how to achieve it or yeah. or you know what balance is right for them so yeah. I guess it's all about understanding someone's needs and then being able to bridge that gap and get the right balance for them and create you know like it's about bringing this aesthetic to them in a way that suits them and not pushing something on someone. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I think, you know, you could say have a really there's so much noise outside. <laughs> uh, yeah, again, it's 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 gonna be off camera there folks, but there's a there's a large crowd gathering outside. Is it for us? I don't know. I'm away and I'm like, is there a party outside? There's some, there's definitely something happening. Look, you, we spoke about London, right? You yeah. can never predict. Honestly. There is a very large character yeah, right outside see. the window, we'll show you. and it's. Uh, I think, I think we're missing something. Yeah. <laughs> so apologies if there's a lot of like, background. It's chat. very loud. Me, me, I'm it, really it, intrigued it, as to what's happening. Have Should we have a peek? <laughs> wow! It's a lot of people. It really is. It really is. I'm gonna say hmm. to me that looks like a whole office building. Yeah, have I'm gonna say there's a fire alarm. Fire, fire alarm. alarm. Fire mm, alarm. Mm, when we say like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe so, it's whatever knocked over our cameras. Literally, it's the spirit <laughs> of the fire. Look, never a dull moment. Never a dull. Never moment. a dull moment. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Um, again, 
Wow. I, I, I love it. I, I think they're just gathering for us because they wanted to overhear the I'd like to say of a Tuesday morning, yeah. people have nothing better to do than gather for us. There's literally thousands of people outside. So, yeah. Apologies for the audio. It's a bit weird, kids, but we can't help it. You go. There's a, there's a party oh outside for us. This is why um, she hates London. No, no, I feel bad. Again, as I say, I love to come and visit. I just don't think I could hack it living here. Yeah. And maybe I could. That's a bit much even for me. Yeah. Like, guys. Do you, not, do you not know what we're doing right now? Like, Jesus. Um, Shall I close the window? <laughs> Should we close the window? Let's close the window. Okay. Sorry, guys. I'm gonna, um, Bear with. I'm going to mount the bar. Bear with. If, if only everyone could see what we're doing. We're going to be a bit cool. I mean, they're going to see, like, be climbing over. That is, that's a loss. This is very eventful, everyone. <laughs> I love it. It's more real. I didn't smash, so that's good. Excellent. Success. <laughs> we'll do a commercial break. Oh, don't worry about that one. It was, it's fine. <laughs> we're having a break. It's fine. Okay. Okay, we're back on we're track. Back, we're back in the room. <laughs> we're getting really good. Sus, uh, little break. Little break. Right. Little breeze. <laughs> okay. Do it. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Very good. Um, I can't remember where we got to. Nature, beautifulness, uh, William Morris influence, mm. traditional things. My right. I was going. I was going to say. I just love. As I say, the House of Hackney. All about it because it's got this kind of like traditional. Like you could put it anywhere. Feel mm. whilst being really eccentric and not. You know, and Absolutely. quite out there. I think. I think there is that kind of. A, a little element of nostalgia totally. familiarity yeah, so yeah. it's kind of people will, will will see something and go oh that feels comfortable to me but also there's you know there's kind of a modern relevance to it that people yeah. will feel excited by Absolutely. and there is an edge you know totally nothing is edge. there's nothing is actually too traditional or no. you know there's it's kind of like it straddles this fine line it's like a balance of feeling modern and edgy mm, mm. with kind of feeling that amazing lovely nostalgia as well yeah it's gorgeous and you know going back to the whole people having it in their houses and things I suppose people say you didn't want to do all maximalist house mm. of Hackney obviously you could just get say you could have like quite a simple room and then do like you know a beautiful crazy leopardy chair or Absolutely. a floral chair or a yeah. lounge shady and then it becomes like you know a pop of mm. but you know then it's addictive isn't it then yeah. you, you think Absolutely. it's going to be that one little pop and then you That's end up so with it. and then people end up pushing themselves a little bit and again I, I found it every time with clients I push them a little bit and they love it and they just want to keep pushing and pushing and it's pushing. such a lovely journey to be on with someone and I think mm. we're so lucky that we have that role mm. um, because you, you go on this journey with people, yeah. you introduce them to something and they get bitten by the bug and then they kind of run with it and you become you it part of their and journey and it's yeah. really lovely yeah. and you know someone comes to you to do like the, the WC under the stairs because that's something that people can be brave people, yeah, with with pattern true. and print and colour yeah, yeah. and then they're like well that worked well I'll do the, the bedroom and that worked well I'll do mm. the sitting room and you know they kind of uh they they elevate and they kind of grow and you you end up um, being on this lovely journey with yeah, them for for them, years yeah which is and great. watching them just keep adding I mean yeah. that brings me beautifully onto my next point which is your playroom which I haven't explored yes. yet but I really want to <laughs> but I feel like that's obviously part a new thing mm. for my cause isn't it and I just Absolutely. think it seems like a brilliant tool because it can show people sort of how they can implement the beautiful house of Hackney style within their own home exactly. So the playroom is basically where all of our selling tools, I guess, come together in the culmination of, of the whole House of Hackney journey. So it's it's a, a huge step for us. And we've got this amazing piece of technology where we can um, kind of 
play with print and colour and pattern and scale within yeah. a room set digitally wow. and it's on a giant screen so you can kind of see in real life, real scale, real colour, how your scheme would actually look. So, cool. so a sample can can only do so much because you're looking at a swatch and you know yeah. it's this big. So when you see it in real life on a real scale, it can really help, especially those customers that, as I said earlier, need help bridging that imagination gap, getting there to, you know, to see the end result. I think that's something so. that most people struggle with is the visualization of things. Absolutely. And if you're a naturally kind of arty person or if you have done interior design, obviously you can look at like five swatches on a page and basically roughly know how that's gonna look in mm. a room, but understandably- But true, I guess practice and trial, trial and error 100%. but then for someone who's never done it before they don't know how that translates absolutely so, and you yeah. can look at a small swatch and then go that looks lovely yeah. put it up and go oh, <laughs> whereas if you've got yeah the, like i do think some of the sort of modern advancements with like vr and just like mock-ups mm. and digital things are so handy for people because the biggest absolutely. thing is being able to visualize stuff so you exactly can show them. it gives them peace of mind as well yeah so that's what our that's what our playroom does so it's, mm. it's really exciting so yeah if anyone can come here and see it please do yeah i'll have a little explore <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go have a play in the playroom in a bit, so that's so exciting. Um, have there been any like? I'm sure you can tell me about. I'm sure there's been because you've grown with the business. You've mm. seen it from the beginning, highs and lows, peaks and troughs, ups and downs. Oh, always. Yeah. I mean, every every day has highs and lows. Sure, I bet. <laughs> um, I think you know the best bit, and I'm sure you agree as a designer is seeing the end result and seeing someone yeah. really happy, because yes. at the end of the day, it's about. Like for me anyway, it's about the connection with the person you're designing for. Yeah. And um, especially if, you know, sometimes a journey is really easy mm. and someone knows what they want and you're just it almost involves. there to like handhold a bit and yeah, just reaffirm yeah. their choices. But when it's a bit more challenging and when, when you have had a bit of a struggle on the journey and there have been lumps and bumps and mm. you know changes of mind and yeah. you know like a, a longer journey than you might have wanted <laughs> yeah. which can happen yeah. which is fine um I think you know it's all the more rewarding mm. when you get that email and they go I love it and, and you're like oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah yeah um and as a business you know like you know that's on your personal design journey that's brilliant but I like and as a business as well I'm sure because, I mean, yeah, it's gone from, as you say, sat around someone's dining table to where it is mm. today, which is like a big internationally known brand, which is amazing. Have there ever been, because I, again, I like to do the podcast, to have the chat, <laughs> in case people are sort of, you know, fellow creatives who are thinking about growing a business mm. or love the idea of a creative business or and, you know, the trials and tribulations that come mm. with that. So uh, through the growth of the actual journey, has there been any like massive stumbling blocks that you guys have faced, like on a larger um, scale? I think... Tr trying to stay true to our true to our ethos of creativity with a conscience and trying mm. to be trying to think of the planet and the people along the way has meant that say producing in England has had its challenges. I bet we had floods in Lancashire years ago and oh, all no. of our fabric stock was wiped out and oh, you know no. there's things that like you, you, we were without fabric for like you know a year mm. and what you have to do is you know rely on your relationship and your trust with your clients and and, and businesses that you work with and be honest and mm. say look this has happened bear with us we'll get Just back on track yeah. but you know uh a flood is a flood and yeah. you know like it's, no, I can do it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else has happened we've had yeah lo mm. you know things happen you know life happens yeah yeah um we had a fire in our old office no. and oh my god it, yeah, nature like, is we, you yeah, love her really, but she's against but, you, you. <laughs> know, uh, but you get through things and again as i said communication honesty as long as you tell people what's happening um and you know 
again, the, you know, there's been a pandemic. There's been, mm-hmm. everyone has, but I think that's almost easier for people to understand because everyone was going through it at the same time. Yeah, all, yeah. So there's no kind of yeah, questions you could, asked. Yeah, anywhere you like, run, they'd go, yeah. COVID, you go, fair enough, you know? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that one's a bit different. And um, um, we were having a chat earlier, Molly, and I think in one way, we were talking about how the industry has changed through the pandemic and, mm. not, you know, the small silver lining of the pandemic has meant that it's globalised us as a brand and a service because yeah. people can now trust in kind of online, the digitalization of a consultation service. Yeah. Um, people can now kind of go online and chat to you through, you know, Zoom or Google or Teams. I was so Teams scared of Zoom or, before. Oh, same, I was like, same, what is like, this? Whereas now, whereas now cool, not bothered. When yeah. you have to, you, you know, obviously we all did it and now we all became, have become comfortable with it. And, you know, post-pandemic, it now means that we're constantly chatting with people all around the world. And I'm yeah, not brilliant. just, yeah, I'm logging in to my, to kind of all my consultations and I don't know where, you know, where are you where, in the world? And yeah, it's really so exciting. Fun. Yeah, it's really globalised it, which has been really lovely. Yeah, I think there's been a lot of good and obviously a lot of bad that came out of the pandemic. But in some ways, yeah, that that global stretch where you can, yeah, be suddenly find yourself talking to someone in a foreign country. Like, yeah. Like, from, you know, it's really late for them. It's really early for you. Like, really fun. Like really the Eurovision greetings yeah. from Mono. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, and going back to your, you know, because I have read a bit again about your three, like, guiding principles and your, you just touched on the creativity with the conscious mm. thing love that you you know you guys are really into like you nature charity sustainability all Absolutely. that jazz. tell me a bit yeah. about that you know um <laughs> uh, well we're b corp which has been an amazing accredit- accred- accreditation to have mm-hmm. but it's 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 what that stands for mm. and it's not it's something that you get to and then you stop it's it's you know a continual growth and a journey yeah. um and especially being a small company and you know it's it's been a it's been a really great journey for us and that basically means that we care about people and the planet so it's brilliant the team here but wider than that like our customers and the people in our neighborhood and our community you know in our greater community and then obviously also as i said mother nature being our muse you have to when you take you have to give back so you know um working with the world land trust working with a lot of the charities that we have over the years there's always been a charity partner since mm. since I've been with the brand so um and it's been it's been really lovely to kind of constantly work with different people different foundations mm. and know that you're um that we're, we're mother nature's giving so much to us that's what the na- the brand yeah, is based whole, on yeah. so it's nice to know that we're uh, giving a little bit back and you just touched on the whole community thing, which again, going back to my very beginning point, that's the whole point for me about the sort of Pleasant People podcast and again, bringing people together and community and fellow creatives. Because for me, I've always, as we touched on before, I've always been so blessed that like my family and my friends, they're all, I all come, they're all quite an arty kind of tribe. Mm-hmm. And I think it can be kind of, you can struggle a bit if you're like a naturally arty person. Because again, when my mum was younger, she spent a lot of time people going like, don't really understand you, you know? <laughs> like, whereas I think, and you know, that sense of community is so important and you have it with your like local mm. area, but I think you also have it in your team. Like mm. you say that your, you know, House of Hackney is like a family. Family, absolutely. And that's so something that I think is massively lost in like a lot of like, even like say slightly more corporate businesses maybe, but yeah. they don't necessarily value this like staff. They don't necessarily have like a connection with like, yeah. I turned up here today and I felt like I'm home like everyone like, literally, <laughs> it I'm is like, it is home. like a big a big home this yeah. building and um it's just all these rooms of creative flurry <laughs> yeah exactly um, and which you is all great. get on so beautifully yeah. and you, yeah, yeah you have this beautiful sense of like i just love it i think you know the aesthetic 
from the outset is gorgeous and then you've got like the community and the feeling behind mm-hmm. it and the charities that you give to and everything i think it's and just cool. um the community here and then even uh, as we just mentioned the greater community like it's a very collaborative brand mm. we're always working with kind of yeah. um other other companies other people other influences there's all you know which which is great it keeps you on your toes it keeps stimulation coming in and you know keeps mm. the creativity the creative juices flowing i was kind gonna of ask you about collaborations actually because you've got anthropology oh my god when i saw the anthropology when well, my heart actually burst um, yes like... they're next door right now <laughs> uh having so a fun. press launch with all of the gorgeous products honestly I, I saw it on their website and i i can't explain to you how i actually felt like like and my heart actually hurt i was like this is my future <laughs> i've never looked at in my life like yeah it's so good so good um i think um collaborations have always been close to the heart of house hackney because mm. what it does is it, it it um it brings you to another market so mm. it like brings you to people that you might we might not have seen us before yes true. and then it brings other influences into us so you know you kind of uh, open your eyes wider as well as you, you know but like other people are seeing you more so it's kind of it works both ways and I think two you know two creative sort of businesses or people or minds on it is often greater than one always yeah. To, like, yeah merge yeah. and grow and I just love it um I did have a few actual questions from Instagram oh because I said sheesh. again don't 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 freak out um, <laughs> takes a sip of water <laughs> <laughs> yeah um they said right someone said We've just seen your new launch, Songs of the Sea. Mm. Tell me a bit about that. That's a very open question. Um, Thank you, someone. <laughs> so Ashley, one of the team here, um, she came up with an amazing playlist. Because if you think about this space, it embodies mm. the brand. And, you know, it's it's very... Um, there's so many senses. It's not just a physical building. No. You think of the smells mm. and the, you know, what you're seeing, but also what you're hearing. So, so there's, um, I mean, it's quiet now because we're chatting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's music playing <laughs> in the other rooms. Uh, but yeah, Songs of the Sea is a lovely playlist. We, we always have a playlist yeah. for whatever mood we're feeling. Mm. Um, so the mood we're feeling right now for autumn winter, um, we have this, uh, Songs of the, Songs of the Sea is basically our, um, our new collection for autumn winter mm. and it's a bit psychedelic it's a yeah, bit I rock and roll it's, quite, it's a yeah. bit 60s 70s and i'm gonna say 80s Love which, that. yeah yeah and um it's really cool mm. it's it's um it's yeah it's really psychedelic yeah so the, they're Love they it. are the sounds so the songs on that playlist um are those sounds well someone at the end of said questions said um what do you consider to be the most important thing about home? And before you answer me, I just thought you very much like covered it in a really nice way then in the fact that when I, you know, when we look at design or whatever, obviously you're a brand and, you know, it's so easy, I think, for people to go, I make some stuff, here it is. Mm. Whereas when you cover so many bases that you do, and as you say, it's like touch, feel, mm. smell, atmosphere. Yeah. It, that's, for, for me, what transforms a space from just kind of being like a, you know, a nice space into a place where you actually feel, it's a feeling, a isn't it? Totally yeah. content. And that person said a home, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that's key. It's, 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 I think it's about how you feel when you're in the space. Yes. It's about mood. Mm. And um, all those things add up. It's not just how it looks. No. Or it's not just how how good one thing is or how good something smells or, you know, whatever. It's it's all of those different sensory things that combine mm. to create something that feels right. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, it's about mood. I love it. Um, my other two questions from the gram, we've sort of covered. Oh no, someone said, what would be your ideal way to spend a weekend other Ooh. than running a marathon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went to it again. It was great. I mean, I'm sitting here jelly leg next to you, but yeah, it was a great way to spend a weekend. Um, so whereas again, oh God, I'm going to, I'm going to say London again because I'm just so lucky. Love, love, love walking around London town, going to the V&A, yeah, go um, going, yeah, just kind of t- taking in all the sights and sounds and, um, yeah, maybe going for a nice bit of food, nice black yeah, martini, go up to Hampstead, Kenwood House. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. Should we do that now? Yeah. After this? Shall we? That literally concludes my Pleasant People podcast. It's been brilliant. You're wonderful. I love you. Oh, it's been Um, very, very, very pleasant indeed. It's been a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So much has happened while we've been sitting here. We've been like, we're having a casual chat about interiors and there's chaos all around us. Yeah, um, we love it though. We love the chaos, but it's been a pleasure. And thank Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Mario. Really enjoyed it. Welcome to my abode. You're welcome. Um, Thank you so much. I'm going to switch the cameras off. Lovely, lovely, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Real. Oh, that was lovely. <laughs>